is the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. Hey Hello. guys and gals. It's the Tuesday edition of Cliffo and Bronte on the listener app or wherever you get your podcasts. Feeling pretty good for this Tuesday. Sometimes Tuesdays are a bit hit and miss. I feel like like I've I've talked to you about this before. I feel like the Tuesdays are a thing. I feel like Tuesdays can be worse than Mondays. Like people talk about Monday artists. Absolutely. I think Tuesday artists is even worse. Yeah, but I feel good today and I think the show's was great. We had a very good show today. Why are you you sound like like you don't believe what you're saying? I just back. I thought it was good today. No, it was good. I um, got I got a bit fired up. You got a bit fired up? With my mum. Yeah. She wanted to ditch me for the Harry Styles concert. I had like teenage angsty vibes from you, like taking out your frustration on your mother. I was such a bitch to mum when I yeah, was a teenager. Right. 15 and 16 year old Bronte. <laughs> when you were a teenager. <laughs> Continues today on the podcast. I'm trying mate. to be better. Um, Sam Taunton joins us too. He's the new funny guy in the Peter Hellier seat on the project. Plus, we asked the let's let's do both of these because right. we have lots of good calls. Um, we did two like phone ins, expensive breaks. Yes. What did you break? What did you break? And what event did you miss? Yeah, I um, yeah. Uh, just listen to what I'm... I'm not supposed to be here right now. You'll find out where I'm supposed to be. Yes. <laughs> it's coming up, the Cliff Arm Bronte podcast. <laughs> Getting used to make all the butterfingered klutzes out there feel mm. a little bit better mm. this morning. It's a story from the States. You may have seen the image of this one rolling around, and it's quite literally. a... Uh, yeah, <laughs> literally rolling around. And it's quite a stark image. A woman at a Florida art gallery is in a bit of strife after accidentally smashing a $61,000 Jeff Koons sculpture. Even I know Jeff Koons and I don't know much about art. Yes, like does super modern kind of art. Um, And the sculpture was made of glass and it looked like a (gasps) balloon dog. Yes. Like a metallic kind of, you know, you go to the, I don't know, the show. Carnival. Or carnival or <laughs> kid's birthday party and they're making balloon animals. Yes. It's a balloon dog. It looks very convincing, like a balloon dog. Yeah. Um, but it's quite shimmery, like beautifully painted. Stunning. And the story goes, an unnamed art collector tapped the sculpture tap, 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 to see if it was a real balloon animal. Because it's so convincing. Like, it looks sure. like it could be made of balloons. But, like I said, it was quite metallic. So, it had a very interesting texture. Yeah. So, I could understand everyone wanting to go up and tap, 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 tap. But you kind of don't do that in an art gallery. No, there's lots of signs that say, please stay off the art or please don't touch the art. She must have had a pretty heavy finger, too, because she's tap, tap, tapped it too much. It has tumbled off its little display. Oh, my God. And it has smashed on the concrete floor, like to smithereens, beyond repair, like not. Not like in a movie or whatever where if you smash a vase, you get the little glue out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's cactus. It's gone, like a thousand pieces smashed. Yeah, $61,000 gone in one tap, tap, tap. And oh, my God. 131060, it got us thinking this morning, expensive breaks. Yeah. What have you broken? What What's you- someone else broken? It's just the worst. And I, like, I am particularly clumsy. I don't know what it is, but I I often like trip or fall or run into people. Like I just don't understand maybe my mm. my body and so 
<laughs> which is a whole it's different funny, issue. You've had it for thirty years. <laughs> but I am a butterfingers, and I often break things. Most recently, when I went to get my tattoo, actually with Brianna, yeah, um, at Jungle Avenue, she was setting up. Yeah, her- righto. Then need the plug in. There. I Thank thought. You. I, well, yeah, I broke something righto. of hers, Cliff. Are we going gonna- back for a second tattoo? Are we? <laughs> <laughs> when she was setting up um, the tripod so we were going to film it so we could yeah, play it yeah, out yeah. on the show, I was like, I'll do it and, like, put my phone in the <laughs> tripod. I'll do it. And just completely, like, tore the the tripod apart. Like, I just pushed it out. You know, when you got to push it out to put your phone in, I just, like, pushed it out too far and the whole I'm thing actually was, impressed with your strength. I'm strong. 131060. Cat's here. Cat, expensive breaks. What did you break? Okay, so I went through to Woolworths and got my Woolworths shopping, put my car, my phone on the top of the car, and then consequently drove off with phone still on the car. Oh, no. Yeah. That happened to me not long ago. Maybe it was an iPhone thing. I don't know. But it bounced. Yeah, so mine was a Samsung, so it did three years really well. No breaks. And then I, uh, yeah, oh, drove off. That's an expensive break. Oh, I reckon a, we can beat it. I reckon. 131060 right now. Give us a call. We want your breaks. The more expensive, the better. Yeah. Let's do that as an entry level, like Samsung mobile phone. Tripod's below that, definitely. Tripod's below that. Yeah. I reckon the 61 pay sculpture, <laughs> probably going to be at the top of the list. I don't know. What did you break, Linny? Well, look, it wasn't me. It was my dog. He ate my lounge suite. He ate a whole lounge suite? Well, he didn't eat the whole lounge suite, but he I'm did impressed. Quite, quite significant damage to it. And uh, to the point I came home from work to find most of it spread across the floor. Oh, no. What sort of, what breed of dog? He's a bull Arab cross. Yeah. He's really cute. How Very much, naughty. How much was the lounge? Oh, about three and a half thousand. Oh, that's good. That's an expensive break. That's a expensive. Is, is it a break? Yeah. Yeah, he's I mean, chewing, breaking. He's breaking it down with his teeth. I guess. And the funny thing with the dog is, you know, Lynn would have walked in, and the dog would have been sitting in front of it, smiling like, so ah, proud. Look what I did, Mum. So proud of like, himself. Like chewed this awful thing up. Oh God. Corey's here. Expensive breaks, mate. What do you got for us? Uh, my partner uh, borrowed my car while I was down in Brisbane. We've only been dating for two months. Yeah. And she thought it would be a good idea to try and fit into a garage, and it didn't fit. <laughs> so just confirming, we got a bit of a dodgy line there, Corey, but your partner tried to squeeze a car that didn't fit into a garage into that, that garage. That, that's correct. And uh, damaged the garage and damaged the car. <sighs> oh, that's a, did you make her pay for the, the damages? No, I didn't. Oh, that's Oh, Corey. Corey, You're a keeper. Keeper Corey. (laughs) Joe, expensive breaks. I believe you got a car-related one as well. Yes. So I was delivering bread to a supermarket on a forklift and I couldn't see in front of me and I was driving forward and old mate was driving backwards. No. 1960 Pontiac. Oh, Oh. He was at the mechanic shop. I don't think the owner would have been impressed. <laughs> but Joe, oh you so he oh you ran into the back of him. So technically, he was re, he was driving the wrong way on the road. It was like a one way street. Oh. Okay, so whose fault was it? Was it his fault, Joe, or your fault? Or nothing come of it. So oh. I was hiding very muchly. I would like to say. <laughs> Let's be honest. If you own a 1960s Pontiac, yeah. you've probably got enough money yeah. to not stress about it. One anyway. in the garage. That's a win for you, yeah, Joe. Take it out in the garage. I reckon so. <laughs> Beat Bronte. I need to ask you some questions.
Bronte's got a bit of gall about her this morning. She's going head-to-head with her mum mm. in about 10 minutes' time yeah. over something Stace has done. Well, it's just nice when you can, like, come for somebody and you know mm. they've done something wrong. Like, you're backed in yeah. evidence. Most people just have to have a whinge on Facebook, <laughs> but you've got the vehicle of, you know, audio. Yeah, so I'm excited for it. And the listener app, so we'll do that soon. Uh, first, so you have to take on Maya, who is here. Can you beat Bronte? Maya... You got a bit of a zoo going on. You got dogs, birds, turtles, oh my. rats, and more at home. Yeah, <clears throat> plenty. Plenty to keep us busy. Would a thousand, not a thousand, <laughs> just a hundred bucks go to a <laughs> hundred bucks? A thousand would be great. <laughs> About a thousand bucks it is by the sound of it. No. It's funny because no, no, it says a hundred in front of me. Bucks. Sorry. Lots of food. Lots of food. All right. hundred bucks on the line. All right. Uh, Bronte into the soundproof booth right now, so she won't be able to hear. While we play Maya, I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock. You good to go? Yeah. All right. Bronte's out. Time starts now. What car company has a logo featuring six stars? Oh. Pass? Uh, What is the name of Will Smith's daughter? Oh, Will, Jada, the big Jade. Oh, how many degrees in a circle? Uh, 360. Anne Frank was famous for hiding in an attic in Amsterdam, but which country was she originally from? Oh, USA. Uh, who founded Microsoft alongside Paul Allen? No idea. Uh, okay. And the car one was Subaru. Ah, oh, you got there. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we're going to get Bronte out of the soundproof booth. Don't say any more answers, Maya. We'll see how she goes. Uh, that second one, don't say anything, but that second one, it's Bronte's walking in. You started to say one name, then you changed it. We'll see if that paid off. i got to tell you, the radio was on in the soundproof booth, <gasps> but I closed my ears and went, mmm, the whole time. So I, I'm getting it out there. I did not hear anything. How does that happen? Justin it's did not it. not a very soundproof He's sitting booth, over there. So take well, it out we, on Can Justin. we in future make sure the soundproof booth is actually, <laughs> I don't know, soundproof? But I honestly, I swear on my life, I, I blocked my ears and hummed. Sounds dodgy to me, no. Maya. <laughs> uh, let's put 30 okay. seconds on the clock. We'll see how you go, Langers. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Which car company's logo features six stars? Uh, Audi. What's the name of Will Smith's daughter? Willow. How many degrees in a circle? 180. And Frank was famous for hiding in an attic in Amsterdam, but what country was she originally from? Oh, um, Poland? Uh, who founded Microsoft alongside Paul Allen? Bill Gates. How oh, good one. Yeah, you, weren't, you weren't sure about that one, Maya. No, um, no. Oh, gee. Oh, that. I don't know. Let's go to producer That's Alicia. How do we go oh, there, Alicia? Uh, so Subaru is the logo with oh. six stars, which Bronte said Audi. I think we all know that's four circles. Oh, I wouldn't. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Leash. What do you yeah. drive to work every day? <laughs> uh, Maya did get that one in just after the buzzer. Um, Will Smith's daughter is Willow. Bronte got that one correct. Maya said his wife is Jade. Oh. Um, but I felt like you started to say Yeah, Willow. you said Will and you said oh, Jade. I did and then I'm like, oh, wait, no, that's Pink's daughter. So I stopped. <laughs> oh, um, degrees in a circle is 360. Yes. 180 is a straight line, Bronte. Yes. Uh, Anne Frank was originally from Germany. Both of you got that one incorrect. She's hiding from the Nazis. I know, but yeah. I knew she was in Amsterdam. I thought yeah. she was from somewhere else. Well, she was. She was from Germany. 
Leisha's got some sass on her today. I like it. <laughs> and uh, Bill Gates founded Microsoft alongside Paul Allen. So uh, both of you got two points for that. Okay. That means benefit of the, the, the doubt. Yeah. We're going to give it to you, Mike. Hold on. I feel like we were very generous there too. Like, you know, one of the answers just after the I think we have to be the buzzer. <laughs> right, that's enough from you, Liz. Yeah. You're really, you're really on fire today, mate. <laughs> You've stepped up the sass. Yeah, I need to keep it up now for taking on my mum. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed. With, with that I, whole... Yeah, thing. just that one going out of the 100, man. Yeah, What's know, Come on. I know. Get I'm it back just... up. We went 300, Bronte. My brain was somewhere else. The soundproof Can we get you was some on. It was just... Encyclopedias or something? I think Jerks has just bought us some coffee, though. Okay. Thanks, Br- Jerks. Bring in the coffees. Bronte starts studying. It will return tomorrow morning at 50 bucks. Yeah. Your chance to win it tomorrow after 7. But get the aggression back. I will. It's, it's oh. Bronte v... Maya just then, Vonty, Bronte v. Stace next. Okay. So as we've spoken about for the last couple of weeks, Cliffo, Mum and I are going to Harry Styles in a week's time, Tuesday next week. It's a week today. Holy moly. Wow. And Very exciting. Well, it is exciting. And Mum is one of those, like, women in their, I'll say... Late 50s, <laughs> early 60s. Morning, Stacey. Is, is it okay that we say your age on the radio? It's a bit rude. That's all right. Because she does, Bronte does keep saying, I don't know if you've heard all this too, Stace, but mm. she keeps saying things on the air along the lines of like, oh, the older women like <laughs> Harry Styles look at my mother, for instance. So she's referring to you older. I, I think the word elderly no, came out I at one point. I would never. I would never. We've spoken about the fact that there are many women my mum's age who've fallen in love with Harry Styles and mum originally did because how did you start seeing videos of Harry, mum? Because you put me on TikTok. Uh, And, yeah. I was talking to Bronte too much so she had to find something to distract me so she... Put me on TikTok. It's just, it's a life sucker, yeah. isn't it, TikTok? Like once it you're is. on stage, it's a vortex. It just sucks you in. And Very it was addictive. all videos of Harry Styles. Mm. And so then when we got, when it was revealed that he was coming to Australia, I was given the task by dad, just get whatever tickets you can for your mum. There was literally no expense spared. Like just get what you can for mum. We'll sort it, it out can later. Be nice. yes, it, it can, can be. be nice. And so I bought tickets for mum and I. We're in like, we're in a seated section, but pretty like in the stadium, like in amongst all of the fans. That's where you want to be. But no, then, I wanted to be in the mosh pit, but she wouldn't let me. <laughs> we, I got a message from mum over the weekend that just said, what, what day are we seeing Harry Styles, the first night or the second night? And I said, mum, Harry's only there one night. There's only one night on the Goldie, surely. Why, why do you say that? And because it turns out, She's gotten a better offer, Cliffo. <gasps> what? Well, it's not a better offer. I just wanted to make everybody happy. My father, John Paul, yeah, JP, was given tickets to see Harry Styles in a box at <gasps> Metricon <gasps> Stadium. <sighs> Yes, with yes. with the plus one. So 
Bronte, you're being <laughs> you're being stood up. No, I didn't. I was going to do both. I wanted to do both. What were you going to do? Like it, it, like that scene in um, Friends. I was, I was thinking <laughs> in uh, Mrs. I was Doubtfire. How he's yeah. Yeah, you got to change outfit and all that. You got to run between the two dates. <laughs> <laughs> wow, and I feel bad. Like I feel bad because obviously that would be an incredible way to see Harry Styles. But I'm flying down with Mum, doing the show remotely, so that we can God, see Harry Styles. Stace, at the start of this call, I was hardcore on your side. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Get ganging up oh, on Bronte, James, but it turns out James. you're the bad guy, Stace. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah. So what have you decided to do? Because I still don't really know. Mum just presented me I'm with this. Oh, you are, are you? Well, JP, if you're looking to fill the box seat, brother. <laughs> and time now for Cliffo's Fashion Corner. Great to be here. It's our first time well, into the welcome. corner. Welcome to the corner. I love what you've done Everyone, with the place. Thank it's you. very fashionable. A lot of effort's gone into Cliffo's Fashion Corner. I like the corner. all white. It's, it's nice. Well, you might say I was inspired by the Princess of Wales. And I mean, often you are. Well, she's one of my main inspos in the Fashion Corner. <laughs> Kate Middleton. We're talking about she graced the red carpet of the BAFTA Awards. She did you spoke about that in trending after 6 30? Uh, Baz Luhrmann did well, Kate Blanchett did well. Uh, Baz Luhrmann's wife, oh, her name escapes me, but she did all the costumes for Elvis. Oh, did she really? She won, oh, she won a BAFTA. Good on her, yeah. Um, but all talk is on the Princess of Wales, Kate Middleton, after she rocked up at the BAFTAs in a recycled dress and a $31 pair of earrings. See, I hadn't heard about the earrings. This is what's so great about the Fashion Corner. Oh, you never know what you're going to get. Brings to light. Clivo's Fashion Corner. I had seen, so she's wearing a white one-shouldered gown that she has worn, I think, at the BAFTAs a few years ago. It's by Alexander Mm. McQueen. 2019. I don't know why I should be telling you. This is your This is the, you've taken Uh, away. That's exactly what I was going to (laughs) say. To say it again, what did you say? <laughs> the white one. Yeah, shoulder. that. <laughs> it's that. What Ale- Alexander McQueen gown. But she did wear it in 2019. She and did. Only yesterday on the show we were talking about how King Charles has cracked down and he said, we've got to seem more frugal. Yeah. Like, yes. I, I note he ha- didn't say we have to be more frugal as a royal family. <laughs> he said we have to seem more frugal. So what Kate's done is recycled a dress she wore Quite obvious. Yeah. You know, four years ago to yes. the BAFTAs. She then teamed it up with a pair of $31 Zara earrings. I love that. I love that. <laughs> what does the fashion corner do, think? Why do you see? I don't know. I think, and a lot of people are accusing Kate, and you know, because the order came down from Charles, of just trying to seem frugal. Oh. And the whole wearing a dress that you did wear to this exact event four years ago and teaming it up with 30 buck earrings, yeah. it's quite like that's over the top being frugal. I have so two it's like, things. are you actually being frugal or are you just trying to appear? That you're I'm being just going to bring two things to the corner. One, Kate Middleton has been known to rewear things. That's well, the corner acknowledges that. <laughs> Doesn't disagree with that. I like when the corner speaks about itself in third person. Um, yeah, so Kate has worn previously has previously worn things to other events, and every time it's news, it, for some reason, like woman wears something again. <gasps> Crazy. Okay. Second thing is, are we really still surprised that the royals are calculated in their decisions that they make in yeah, the public? It's true. We've watched the Crown. <laughs> yeah. We shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> 
Okay, I think a lot of my time and energy recently has been going towards the Harry Styles concert that my mum and I are attending in a week's time. <sighs> Exciting. It's, it's a Tuesday night on the Goldie, yes. isn't it? So exactly a week. Exactly a week. And in my mind, since the beginning of the year, I'm like, that is the big concert that I am really looking forward to. You know, I'm having to do the show remotely, d- taking mum, who is an arguably bigger Harry Styles fan than I am. So I can be forgiven, I reckon, um, that I forgot about a little something that I'm supposed to be at tonight in Sydney that I've paid $200 to go to. <gasps> yes, You sound like a bit of a high-flying wanker right now. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. You sound like a bit of a wanker. I bought these tickets last year before I moved, so I was – okay, what happened? How good are you – just side note. What's up? How good are you doing that you can spend 200 and then forget about it? I don't want to talk about you it. You can spend 200 bucks and then just forget about it. I bought tickets in October last year to go see a K-pop music group called Stray Kids. And Should I take it back? That is quite forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> I got a text from my girlfriend Priya yesterday being like, hey, like, so excited to see you tomorrow. What time do you fly in? And I was like, fly in? Where am I, where am I flying, Priya? And she's like, We've got stray kids tomorrow night. And I was like, oh, you have stray kids tomorrow. Uh-oh. <laughs> I completely forgot I had bought tickets to see stray kids in Sydney tonight. You mustn't have been very excited about Or maybe Harry has just overshadowed a lot because I've heard a lot about you yes. and Station Mum going to Harry. Like, you know, there's been a lot of yeah. to and fro about that. I think because oh, where I was in Canberra when I bought the ticket, so I knew it wasn't going to be like that much of an effort to get to Sydney and get back when I bought the ticket. Oh, it's a local gig. It was basically local. I would have. And so then I think when I moved, I forgot about the fact that I would then need to fly to Sydney, stay there, do the show from Sydney tomorrow morning. And so that's the whole thing. You wouldn't even bother, would you? You wouldn't even bother. So I've just had to cut my losses and just like throw the $200 away. But I did want to know on 131060, when did you just forget to go to an event? Mm. Or when did you miss the event and just completely. Just have if you can get over the <laughs> stupidity of it and the obnoxiousness of Bronte just going, ah, it's just $200. It's not just $200, but I can't sell them because surprisingly not a lot of people want to go. <laughs> <laughs> 131060. Yeah. What do we want to know? When did you miss an event. event? When did you just miss it? Yes, I know a you lot of people. You were supposed to be at an event, you yeah. missed it. Accidentally. Yeah. Like, when did you accidentally miss an event? <laughs> I feel like for most people it wouldn't be as elaborate. You've just forgotten. I, like you've overslept yep, or, yep. you know. God, who missed a wedding? A wedding. Who forgot about Christening maybe. There. Christening, mm-hmm. graduation. Ooh, that'd be bad. Yeah. We, what we want to hear is a little bit more than I slept through the doctor's appointment, yeah. you know. Uh, but, Paul, it happened to you on 131060. When did you just miss an event, Paul? Um, yeah, so back in 2010, I um, booked the $250 tickets to go see Robin Williams at his um, only Australian uh, comedy tour. Oh. Um, and I, we, what actually happened was I had a fight with my girlfriend at the time and basically forgot about it and left the tickets at home. And didn't realise until a week later that I had actually missed them. <laughs> Wait. <So. laughs> that, 
that sucks. That would have been <laughs> probably the last chance to ever see you, Robin Williams in Australia. I am haunted. I am haunted by that thought because not only yeah. did I never see him when he was here, <laughs> he didn't come back. No, um, very then, tragic. His passing too, wasn't it? Well, it's not looking good for stray kids. Then I hope they're all okay <laughs> after this. Katie on thirteen ten sixty. You are next, Katie. When did you yep. just miss an event? My cousin and my sister had a joint baby shower slash gender reveal party thing. Mm. And it was a whole family organization type thing to set it up. And we had a perfect date set where everyone was free, everything was good. And because my mom had gone up to Sydney for like her, she called them free medical holidays where she'd go there for her doctor visit. Yeah. And... I completely forgot about the baby shower and went to visit her. We got a bit of a dodgy line there, Katie, but I think we're getting the gist. There was a joint baby shower, uh, your cousin and your sister, and you missed it. Is that what you're telling us? Yes. Wow, that's two events. So that's arguably worse than mine. (laughs) One, your sister, too. I know. My sister would kill me. I feel like, you know, your sister's baby shower? Yeah. Be there. You might want to know when that is. Don't forget about it. Yeah. Maria, give it to us. Uh, when did you miss an event? My daughter's 21st birthday. <gasps> oh, Maria. Maria, what happened? <laughs> I, um, I was at work at the bottom of the Toowoomba range and um, her birthday was near Ipswich. Mm-hmm. And I um, locked my keys in my car when I got to work. Oh, no. So I had to get mum to drive from, like, uh, Regent's Park in Brisbane. Oh, God. All the way to the bottom of the Toowoomba range. Yeah. Give me like, a spare set of keys just oh. so I go to her 21st. But by the time that all happened, she was already wasted and on her way out. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I don't blame you. She missed the event too, <laughs> but I, for I don't think reasons. you forgot it. I just think you chose not to go in the end, Maria. <laughs> uh, Sonia's here. We're going to end on you, Sonia. When did you miss an event? Uh, I missed my sister's wedding. Oh, how did you do that? Well, I mean, to be fair, it was a surprise wedding. So it was supposed to be my brother-in-law's 50th, in quotes. Yeah. Right. And, I like, I didn't miss the whole event, but I rocked up after the ceremony and everyone's like, oh, my God, they just got married. And I was like, what? What? I didn't know. Were you running late for the brother's 50th or did you just not really want to go to that either? No, like I wanted to go, but it was like, who goes early to a barbecue? Like it was at five o'clock in the afternoon. I'm gonna, I, I think you get a j- get out of jail free there, card. You reckon? Yeah, I think so. Like you know, if you had known it was a wedding, you're not gonna miss it. Your brother-in-law's exactly, fiftieth. Which who, was my point. Who really cares? <laughs> Skip that. No, I'm with you, Sonia. Skip the fiftieth <laughs> any day of the week. Alpha Bucks is back tomorrow, Wednesday, the 22nd of February. Win a lazy middle-of-the-week $1,000 cash. Ooh, and does this clue that we're about to give to help you score uh, that, is it going to be a little triggering for PTSD you? PTSD for me. Because do you remember when we played this game and I destroyed you with a checkmate? Um, so, well, chess is the answer. There you go. And you didn't destroy me, Harry. Our afternoon's announcer was on your team, and Harry destroyed me. Let's be honest. I'll take the so, win, though. Look, a win's a win's a win. A win's a win as a win. Uh, chess is your free answer. C is your free clue, and Bronte is a bit of a smart. <laughs> 
Cliffo, this next couple kind of reads like a riddle. If John was friends with Jamie 12 years ago and John knew Jamie's brother, how did John and Jamie end up together as a couple? <laughs> I love it. It's like yeah. taking me back to grade 10 maths. <laughs> Uh, John and Jamie, you're both on the phone. Morning, guys. Morning. Morning. So I'm going to try and unpack that riddle a little bit. Please. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong, John, but you were really good mates with Jamie's brother. So you ended up dating the younger sister. That <gasps> vibe. Older sister. Older sister. <laughs> Go on, Usually that John. Way I like that. How um, did you guys get on back then? Or Jamie, you probably just saw him as your brother's little friend, so you were interested. Uh, yeah, no, he was quite annoying when we were younger, so I used to avoid Oh, Is he still quite annoying, Jamie? Yeah, quite annoying. Yeah, we, were, we didn't really get along when we were younger. It was just when we got older that we started talking. How did you reconnect as adults? Um, we just started after a friend's birthday party. Cute. Nice. John, tell us about the proposal. You proposed in May last year, and it sounds like it was a pretty romantic kind of setup. Oh, yeah, it was It was all right. It was um, we just. It was on her birthday. Oh. Yeah, we went. Went and just had um, a bite to eat at a lookout she likes to go to, and I pretended we had a flat tire at the back of the car. Made her come around to the back of the car and <laughs> was on my knee. Oh, I love that! I love the the fake out, the engagement yeah. fake out. And so, any wedding plans or kind of just living life since May? Um, um, Jamie. Well, I've kind of only just found a place at the moment. Um, I've been pretty lazy up until now. I'm very, I'm like surprisingly unorganised considering what I do for work. What do you do for um, work? My, uh, I'm in between two roles now. I'm a midwife and a clinical nurse consultant. So Whoa. I've got some pretty big jobs. <laughs> Very impressive. Well, I can under, I'm, I'm glad you're putting your effort into that. Yeah. Though. Like this, <laughs> I don't want you the to healthcare go. healthcare industry. Yeah, go, don't go laxy-daisy on that to plan the wedding. <laughs> Um, I use all my energy at work for my personal life. I've got no energy for it. <laughs> Just we got to be quick, guys, because we got to wrap it up. But John, is it true you're you've been all over the T's and C's because you're a little bit nervous as to what the twist is going to be in this? Yeah, wedding. I've got no idea. Mm. Would you consider yourself adventurous out there, people? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. We went skydiving. Well, I had to make John go skydiving, but we do fun stuff like that. Oh, I love that. I can tell you, John, we haven't put what the twist is on the terms and conditions, <laughs> but we're going to reveal it soon enough. Uh, our seventh couple for oh Leap of Faith gosh. with Matt. I know, we're getting through them. Jamie and John, good luck, guys. Thank you. Right, thank you. That was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast.